four. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. And tonight we're going to talk about the inevitable demise of E3, the sad passing of Lance Reddick. Uh, and uh, Microsoft is probably getting closer to um, owning Activision, it seems like. Uh, but before we do any of that, let's talk about some games. And why don't we just start with the last couple of weekends of Diablo 4's open and then um, only way you can play was buying a chicken sandwich beta the weekend before. Um, I played both weekends. I know you guys played last weekend. So tell me. Uh, Josh, what cla- Josh didn't mm-hmm. play at all. So Oh, Josh didn't play at all. Okay. Well, Andrew, I guess we'll just talk. Andrew, what class did yeah. you play and what level did you get to? Uh, I was a Sork. Me so, too. Yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like going with the Drew or the uh, or the or the Neck. Neck. Um, or the barb, or the rogue. <laughs> which rogue you can't really yeah, fucking the, shorten rogue the, except rogue. I didn't. I didn't really try to row at all. So row. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard. I don't know. Podcast. They were shortening all these, and everyone uh... was getting pissed off. Um, <laughs> someone was like, "Can I do like a sork neck hybrid or something?" <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, but yeah, I was sorcerer. Um, I didn't I uh, I didn't mind the sorcerer. I thought they were kind of weak at, at some points. Um, definitely are. But what build what uh what um element did you pick? Uh I was mainly fire at, at some so, was I. I, so I was like mainly fire, but I also had like a, an ice ball thing that I would shoot out. I uh, um, I ran an all fire build and I went to an all ice build and I'll find I'll tell you the all ice build was fucking damaging dude yeah. there was a couple aoe things where there was multiple freezes and multiple uh buffs on frozen enemies being hit and stuff and it just really really helped especially i got especially one of them uh gave me back some hp after frozen enemies were killed and stuff um yeah i had a lot of fun i played like i played up to like level seven for the necromancer uh and it was okay but i, I was had a lot more fun with the sorcerer which i ended up getting to level uh, twenty one, I believe. Okay, yeah, because I I think that after seeing some Necromancer gameplay, that when the game comes out, I'm definitely gonna go Necromancer. Um, I know that my buddy was able to get a really nice build with like so many skeletal mages. Um, yeah, and there's also a um, I guess there's a legendary item or something you can get that bodies around you explode um and so the basically when a body goes down normally with this uh skill or whatever you have to press a button have the body explode but with this legendary item you don't have to press a button and when the bodies go down it just automatically explode and it from what i was reading almost like that combined with like the all your skeleton mages or whatever that like makes you almost invincible oh wow so uh, there, there's the the builds in the in Diablo 4 beta were um, very deep. I really like the skill tree. It wasn't so muddled with a bunch of useless stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how each uh, skill like branch was. You have to spend this amount of points to unlock the next part of it. Um, and I liked how it had a bunch of different branching options for like, oh, you can get this amount of HP back for doing this or whatever. Included with all the other um, uh, ones for talents as well. Uh, I so I played the first weekend on the Series S. It looked okay, and then I played it on the PS5, and it looked infinitely better. 
um, night and day difference. Yeah. Played a lot better. Uh, th- there was a ton of login errors on both Fridays that I played, but then Saturday morning, everything was pretty quick. And the Sunday was even better. Uh, did you end up, did you end up uh, ever finding a world boss? Uh, no, I, I played a level 10. Um, oh, okay. And, but then I didn't feel like playing anymore because the progress doesn't follow with you in the main no. game. So no. I didn't want to just like keep playing and just be like, well, <laughs> all this is for nothing. So like I right. saw enough of the game to know that it's something that I want to play. Yeah. Um, I do. However, I think when I get it, I, I might want to get it on PC because it just feels like to me, like a PC game. Yeah. Um, like it plays really well on controller though. Um, I would like to have a couple more macros, but you can't really add those sometimes, which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I, I think it's a really fun game. It's dark as fuck, very violent, very fucking like the story is very fucked up too. It's a very dark and deep story with a lot of a lot of people are being murdered. There are so many dead people that just keep dying all the time. Holy fuck, man. Um I, I, I really, really can't wait to play more of it. Uh I, yeah. I got past the first act and I wish I could just keep playing because I just mm-hmm. wanted to. It is a and... massive fucking map too. Yeah, and it seems like they're really putting more into the story this time. Mm-hmm. And this, I actually was paying attention to the story, and it seemed uh, pretty good so far. Yeah, it's it's a really um, it's really good. I enjoy. Is it. there uh, is there going to be crossplay? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's why I'm really yep. uh, and uh, and cross progression. So yep. So I uh, so I played Overwatch on PlayStation, and when I downloaded the beta and loaded it up, my character was already there. I was like, oh, this is great. Uh, I had no. I, I was like, oh man, I really hope it's there. I can't remember if I did anything with it. Um, but yeah, it was right there with all my stuff. Uh, I got, I got actually I like I like four legendaries out of the run that I had. Um, I probably played around six to seven hours. Um, I I really can't wait to play more of it. Like, I hope they do more betas to keep to keep testing everything. Yeah. And breaking things. Um, I, I want to keep playing. It. I went into a dungeon at one point and like maybe a little ways in. I ran into this boss. His name was the Butcher. Oh, and, okay. And apparently, he uh, is a boss from one of the past Diablo games, and he's a uh, just a random encounter in a dungeon. So it's like okay. you just—he's not even normally in the dungeon because I was talking to my friend Shane, and he ran into him in a different dungeon, okay. and he just might show up. And when he shows up, he's supposed to be like uh, leveled at whatever level you are. But I, he just completely destroyed me. <laughs> and really? to the point that I didn't know he was a random encounter. So when I went back in, I was like looking around every corner waiting for this big fat piece of shit to come running around. Like... <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, are you saying that he butchered you? Yeah. Yep. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Okay. Um, he did, though. He did. I mean, it's he lived up to his name. So he did. Yeah. He did. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying the game so far. But yeah, like yeah. Uh, I think I'm definitely gonna try to necromancer. Um, I was saying that this is to me what I kind of wish Diablo three would have been the way it yeah. looks and how it feels because um, this one feels like the actual successor di- to Diablo two. It it feel it's it's got a mix of all of wizard of wizards of all of Blizzard's um things they've been working on the last fifteen yeah. years. It's got a lot of World of Warcraft in it. I like the random events. That's super cool. Um, yeah. I really like I, how... I don't like... So, oh, real quick, I don't like how you look up your quests 
It actually took yeah, me a while to figure it out. That's a little in, that's a little yeah. weird and inconvenient. Because I remember, uh, yeah, I remember getting a quest and it was like, press left on the D-pad to see your quest. And I kept pressing left and I was like, what the fuck, nothing's happening. It doesn't say like you have to bring up your map, then press left on the D-pad. Yeah, and, it's, it's, but, it's a weird thing. Yeah, and you can only have uh, one quest showing up on your map at a time to where like, I think it they really need to have it to where like, if you're in the open world and you're running around, and you're near a quest that you don't actually have active, but you, you have it in your inventory, it should still show up on your map. Just Some of them kind of so do. Know. Some of the blue ones do. I, I noticed that there was at least one or two I had the, of the blue quests that were mm-hmm. on the map along with the other ones. But that was also towards yeah. the end of the end of the act one. So maybe once you have, once you're actually done with the main stuff, you can do that. But maybe um, I don't know. Yeah, that is that is a, that is a complaint I had. Um, it ran really well. Um, uh, there yeah. wasn't a lot of hiccups. There was some. Um, I did run into several times where I was running with some friends, where we would end up going into a dungeon, but we couldn't get like into a door because it wouldn't trigger for one of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was just kind of stupid. But other than that, we really rarely ran into any issues besides the uh, server problems at first. Yeah, what what I really like about this is. It's obviously going to be fun if you're playing with your friends, but then it's also yeah. really fun even if you're playing by yourself. I played the World uh, World Tier 2 uh, by myself. And it, well, the game's challenges, and it was fun with friends too, but uh, you really you really end up uh, seeing what that game's capable of when it, mm-hmm. uh, when you're playing with a group in the veteran World 2. Uh, I can't, yeah. I, I'm really excited to play the other um, World Tiers to see what the fuck I can get and what the fuck happens, because man, there was some, there was some times it was real tight, real hard, so... So, did you did you play a lot of uh, Diablo three or no? Yeah, I think I got to like like three or four or something like that. But yeah, I played a decent amount. Okay. Um. Yeah, I had I had a friend that Josh will know who I'm talking about, but I had a friend that uh we played with him one time, and well, I did. I don't remember. I don't think Josh was there. Um, but basically, he brought me and he was really high, like. A much higher level than I was, mm-hmm. and he was basically like, "We get into some place, and he'd be like, you stay here.'" And he he would only want me to stay at the beginning. Then he would just run through and kill everyone, and then I would just get everything. Yeah, and that, that's a. By the end of it, though, I was like, "This game sucks. I'm not doing anything." <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just boring, and it like completely took me out of like Diablo three. Yeah, but... that that is that was also a Diablo two thing too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of sucks. I, I didn't experience any of that because we were all kind of the same level. Um, well, I mean, so... it's it's a it's a big thing with uh, especially with MMOs. Like, mm-hmm. if you have a high level person and a low level person come in, and you want to do like raids or something, they're like, "Well, let me take you through this. Let me get you high level, and then we'll do raids together." Yeah, but I think games nowadays are much better because back then you didn't have a game that was like I think Borderlands really introduced this with like Borderlands two or three or whatever. To where, like, if you have a level, someone who's level fifty and someone's level two, all the the enemies are going to scale. So where the the level two person is still able to go through and still do stuff. With do you know if person. Do you know if Diablo Four is going to be like that? I believe I heard it was because enemies I think definitely scale with you. They all okay. yeah, they do scale with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I um I I didn't I decided not to uh not to try the beta because I'm like. I already know. I mean, like this game. You know, I've 
uh, I played Diablo 2 back in the day and also the, uh, the remaster. I played a lot of Diablo 3. I even played through all of the chapters and the expansion on my Switch. Um, I and I've I've even played some of the original on on, on PlayStation One. Like I I love Diablo. I can't wait. <laughs> wait, wait, you played um, it on PlayStation One? Holy shit! That's yeah, awesome. the uh, yeah I the forgot ori- that it came out for that. Yeah, the original Diablo was uh, ported to PS One. Uh, it doesn't play great, but no, I mean it, no. it's it's a it's a '90s game. So, um, but I I'm I'm super excited for it. Um, I'm trying to go in as blind as possible because while I I'm gonna watch just a little bit of gameplay, just kind of get a gist of what it what it what it is. Um, I just I just want to go in blind so I can just you know just dive yeah, in. I I get that, but Josh, let me tell you something. It's more Diablo. There's I mean you've played a lot of Diablo, so you know what it is. Yeah. Like, well, no, I'm not I'm not expecting to go in and think. Well, I'm 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 going to drive a car, but I'm actually gonna be you know. Yeah. I mean, like I, I just. Like, I don't think you're going to be really surprised by much. Is, is well, I, I guess I guess it's more like story stuff. I don't want to be spoiled yeah, by yeah. any of the story stuff. Yeah. So um, and then I'm I'm curious as to how Diablo ends up, you know, having a part because in Diablo three, uh, at the end of Act four, it's 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 pretty like it seems pretty set in stone. Like, hey, Diablo's dead, but at the same time, it's Diablo. He's you know he's never truly dead. Yeah. Um, you know, what's interesting is, uh, <clears throat> Diablo would actually be a really good Steam Deck game, but, yes, it would. uh, since Diablo is only playable on the, um, the, uh, Activision.net, yeah, uh, Battle.net, I, yeah. I don't, I think you would have to, like, I'm, I googled and it says, like, yeah, you can play Diablo 3 on Steam Deck, but it seems like you gotta do a, a lot of workarounds to even get it on it. So, um, on the PC version of Diablo three, I don't remember. Um, did it have the the whole dodge mechanic that the consoles brought in? So not until so the dodge wasn't uh, actually put in the game until the PS four and Xbox One versions were released, and okay. then at at that point there was an update to the PC one. But even with the update, you still had to actually add a binding to it. Hmm. And then, so did I? Did I see you guys mention that in Diablo Four, the dodge has a cooldown? Yeah, yeah. Five cooldown. And I'm, I hope I'm they fucking a, change that. I'm not a fan of it. Even if they put it down like three seconds or something, just is there a is there any is there any like item you can get that alter the cooldown period? Not, not that, that I've seen. Saw. Yeah, it doesn't okay. mean they're not in okay. the game. I just didn't didn't see it. Okay. Um, you do you every class does get a. A style of like movement ability, so like the sorcerer is a teleport ability. So I always had that to additionally get out of. This is also a damaging ability as well. I'm assuming the mm. other ones are probably the same. So there is options, but I, yeah, they got it. I they need to change that cooldown. It's so fucking long. Yeah. Hmm. How how uh how long is the cooldown? Would you say? Five seconds. If there's a timer. Oh okay okay yeah five seconds is pretty long. Like I think even like you know two and a half or three seconds would mm-hmm. sounds like would probably be a sweet spot. Well, two seconds off that is very crucial when you're being swarmed continuously. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, anything else? I don't remember there being a cooldown when in Diablo three, right? There wasn't. That, no. I don't. I want to say there wasn't. And no, if there, there was. Wasn't. It was you minimal could, at best. You you could you yeah. could you the only the only cooldown. 
it's not even cool down, but the only thing is that you would die if you have to wait for the animation to finish and then you could dive again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just I don't even see a reason to have a cooldown in it. So I don't know. What in Diablo Four? Yeah, in Diablo Four. I, I don't I don't see why there's a cooldown. Just just let us roll. Oh, I uh, I first I I took I took that as you I thought you meant there's no reason to have a dive mechanic. No, there, there just shouldn't be a cooldown for it. Yeah. Like just let us Yeah, fight. that's I I wonder I wonder why they did that. But I wonder if maybe in Diablo three they got feedback that the dive mechanic made it too easy. Yeah, maybe. Time if you're diving, you're not attacking, so it's it's doesn't it doesn't make it any easier. I don't think it, it just sucks because there's enemies in Diablo Four that move really fast. So like when you when you dodge out of the way, then it like it like dodges with you and like gets right back to you, and then you it, you're fucked. You can't move, and then yeah. you gotta wait five seconds. Huh. And and yeah, with the sorcerer, there's a um you get the teleport, but there's like a ten second cooldown on the teleport. Hmm. So, I don't know. I I was that's that's the only part of the game that I was like, man, I'm not really liking this. Yeah, so, that was a so big. Yeah. That was a big. Yeah. Whip on hopefully, them, but... uh, hopefully they ch- they change it. So yeah, that's all I got about Diablo uh, Four, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll finish up what I've been playing. Uh, just kind of doing a little bit more on Hogwarts Legacy. I got the Crucial Curse. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure if I'm going to keep playing. Uh, this this is probably going to be my um, probably going to be like how last year I, I did um, Horizon Forbidden West. Played a good amount of it. Kind of got burnt out of the op- of open world and come back to it later on in the year. Um, I'm just I just don't want to keep playing an open world game right now. Twenty five mm-hmm. yeah. hours is a lot right now just to keep doing it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you I mean fifty is a lot too. You did you did a decent amount. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still it's still a great game. It's still awesome. I um, still love playing it and stuff like that. But um, uh, let's see, that's uh, currently I'm playing MLB The Show 23. Like literally playing while I'm talking to you guys. I'm winning 10-1 against Milwaukee, uh, bottom of the eighth. Uh, I'm on the uh, amateur setting, so it's not that hard, but it's also not that easy. I suck. Um, but it looks really good. I'm also playing in Series S, so I wish I could play this on the PlayStation and see how that runs. Um, it, you know, it's it's you know, the the menus are a little less muddled this year. I feel like the um, road to the show is a little bit more streamlined with the way that you can upgrade your player and how you can look at all those equipment and things like that. I really only really played a few games of that, and this is my first actual baseball game. I'll make. Um, but so far, it's it's just like the last couple of years. It's played really well. Um, not a lot of issues. I haven't come across any, um, excuse me, any, um, you know, any bugs or any mess ups, any crashes are, you know, crashes to the main screen or anything. So, uh, I'll be talking, talk about more about that next week when I play more of it, but that is all I've been playing. I've heard if you play that game on hard mode, it actually blacks out the game. You can't see what you're doing. Shit. It looks like, uh, (laughs) fuck You have cool. to subscribe to Emily Bela Show's uh, subscription service uh, to I see the game. I their app so I can play it. <laughs> yep. That's all I've been playing. Uh, you know, I had a theory about why that game is still on Game Pass, uh, which is third year being on there, How come? is because I think that MLB 
has done the math and they're like if we don't put it on game pass no one fucking buys games on xbox so no one will buy it yeah that's true and so they're just gonna take the the money from microsoft to put it on game pass that's a good theory. I like it. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably had some people do some research and like the money gained from Game Pass is greater than the money, the theoretical money gained gained from just just putting it on sale and, and no Game Pass. Mm. Yep. Uh, Josh, how about you? What have you been playing? Um, so, uh, Alex, have you been playing Resident Evil? No, I have not. That okay, is a okay, game that so, I'm eventually going to play this year. Okay, so me and Andrew, we can talk about that. Uh, but talk about then, it as openly as you want because I I don't care about the spoilers. For okay, it. Um, and then the other game I've been playing, uh, I've been playing Far Cry Five, um, nice. and it got uh, it got a current gen patch, and it's it's not a current gen upgrade. It's just a patch that unlocks the frame rate. Um, and so and but on the, on PS Five, it is it is running at four K at sixty frames a second, and I, I don't know what it is like it's you know I played this game back in the day in 2018 when it came out and it didn't super click with me and I just I just put it down but I'm playing it now and I'm like man I'm just I'm really vibing with this game I'm having just a blast um, there's several takeaways I have so far uh, the first lieutenant that uh, kind of boss you find that you can find in the game um his name is john seed and man does he look and sound just like ryan reynolds uh two the uh the second uh i i guess technically you can actually uh fight any of the lieutenants in order there's john jacob and jingleheimer um, uh faith <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ah john 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 yes. jacob and faith Cool. And uh, it's John Jacob Jingleheiner, and then the uh, the leader Smith. is called Schmidt. Yep. That's cool. Good, good. <laughs> um, but I am I have already defeated John, and I am uh, probably I would say about halfway through Faith's region, and then after Faith would be yeah. uh, uh, Jacob. And oh, Faith and also is... um, hold on, that's also your character's name because his name is your name too. <laughs> Um, so, I hate that. I hate that so with, with Faith, uh, I'll say, you know, I, I actually really like her character. There's just something about her that I find really appealing. Um, her character model is is really attractive. I'm just like, man, she can take me with her bliss anytime. And with her bliss is like a drug issue. <laughs> um, but there's there's uh, there's this drug that they've developed called Bliss, and they kind of infect you with it, and it brainwashes you, and then you pretty much like you just want to be a part of their movement. Um, and then another takeaway is, man, I uh, I'm not really like a doomsday prepper or anything, but I would love one day to have just like a bunker under underneath my house, just full of just full of like uh, weird shit. Not necessarily weird shit, just full of like survival shit. You know, um, I mean, I, I just, I just think it'd be really cool if, like, I took Andrew downstairs and like, hey, check this out, and I opened it like a fucking hatch and I have a bunker under my house. Um, but I, I'm really interested to see, you know, what the rest of the game is going to be. Um, I do think the, the boss, the leader of the game, uh, Joseph. I, I think he might be my favorite Far Cry villain uh, out of all. Really? Of um, there's just something about him I just find really menacing. However, 
also very uh like very welcoming like it's like he's he's the kind of guy that you can understand how he has gotten so many people into his movement he's he's the kind of guy that he speaks and it makes you want to listen um and then you know it's when this game came out, our country is going through a lot of turmoil with uh, like, you know, a lot of like different political movements and some would still say our country is still going through, you know, effects from that. But it's so weird how you have people like there's this cut scene where Joseph is talking to you and he's talking about how uh, don't you see what's going on in this country? There's people who want to build walls and they want to divide us and they want to uh, and they're, you know, they're judging us based on, on how we, on how we feel politically. And like, I'm like, man, did did they write this story in 2018? They did, yeah. They must have. Like, it must have been written during that time. So, well, uh, no, it's uh. So what happened was, and there's some uh some uh one the lead writer from the game put out a statement, uh, and it was in it was like either in late 2017 or early 2018, saying that nobody could have predicted uh the you know the circumstances and how the country would have been in 2018 and they said that the the story was written several years prior to that and that they any any of the coincidences that were going on were just you know i mean any of the any of the um the things that are going on that were just like real life it was a pure coincidence Mm. that's cool though that's still super cool um but yeah and i you know, in uh, when I when I played like Far Cry Three and even Far Cry Four, I didn't like I didn't like stealth, but in this game, there's something about it. I just love going to like a, an enemy encampment, marking all the enemies with my with my binoculars, and then just silently taking them out one by one, and then you get the reward of taking out an enemy base without being detected. It's it's just, it's so, um, uh, it's 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 so gratifying to to do that. I think that people forget though that Joe the game isn't supposed to be a current time uh yeah. kind of political statement. It was like Joseph Seed was very heavily influenced by um I'm trying to remember the, the guy's name, but it was from like the early nineties. He had that uh that cult like down oh, in Texas. Yeah, 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 you talk, yeah, talk yeah, about, Waco. Uh, yeah, Waco. Um Waco. So, it was heavily influenced by that. Yeah. So there's, you know, a lot of people looked at this game and they thought that Ubisoft was trying to make a political statement, but they weren't. The The theme of the game is about a group of people who use their religion. And it's not, you know, it's not Christianity. It is their made-up religion. And they use their made-up religion to radicalize. And then they persuade other people to join their cause. And then they grow bigger and bigger and then eventually they come up with this fake like this fake threat of an impending apocalyptic doom to the country to to say that we you know we're going to take over this country to save it and so that's that's kind of what the theme is yeah and and david crash who was the uh waco uh cult oh, leader oh yeah, yeah 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 like he had a lot of those same political I- ideologies that uh, Joseph C. had in the game of like, oh, well, the, the government is, uh, is against us and all that shit. So it, I don't know. It's not I, uncommon I feel... for, for like that. Th- yeah. that's, that's, that's like the MO of a cult leader, really, is, pr- is, is you know, preying on the innocent, preying on fears, 
Um, but like I, I've always been intrigued, which I literally am downloading this game now because it's on PS Plus Extra. Um, and uh, I've always been fascinated with like the weird aspects of cult leaders and like the whole like like I don't know like cult leaders are just so interesting. Not that I like agree with literally anything they do. I just think it's like crazy how people will just do whatever they say for a man who's just a dude. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. just, it's yeah, crazy yeah, what the power of like word is. The power of what one person can do. I just like yeah. that shit's wild. I mean, there's um, there's there's plenty of crazy documentaries out there, out there about real life cults and, and how I've watched a couple of them actually, but um and then in in this in this game there's a there's an enemy um uh, uh base I, I I took over and in most places once you take over you find like telephones or like a, a like an answering machine with a voicemail on it. And so I listened to this, and there was this guy who called, and he was running for state senate. And I shit you not, he was saying about how he's not going to let these liberals with their gender pronouns come into come into his state, and uh, and uh, and infect the the minds of the children in the state. And and I'm like I'm like, what is going on here? This is like, it's 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 like shit that's happening in like some conservative states right now. Yeah, that is kind of wild. Yeah. Um, Josh, I, I remember one thing I didn't like about the game was the silent protagonist. He yeah, doesn't I, talk. Yeah, so I I will say that that is um, that is definitely a little bit of a drawback because when you go around, so the story is you are a rookie on uh, with the, with a sheriff's department. And everyone calls you either deputy or they call you rook. And it is, uh, it, it does, it does kind of suck. However, it does open up kind of, I would say, pure, genuine role playing because you can, you, you can choose whether you want to be male or female. You're not, you're not stuck to a, a certain, you know, gender for the game. Uh, but, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like in Far Cry. I mean, I'm uh, far, uh, Fallout. Now I know in Follow you can actually choose dialogue and stuff that your your character is technically saying, uh, but you know your character's uh, silent in Follow, and so it's it's really is like you know pure genuine role playing, and that's kind of how this game is. Your character is silent, and you kind of just have to put yourself in the deputy shoes. I I get it, but I just think one thing I love about a Far Cry Six is that you're playing as Danny Rojas. It's like you're not yeah. playing is it because it doesn't make sense because if like if me a redheaded white guy is playing as some Mexican guy or woman that this doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's like no, you're playing as Danny Rojas and it, it, it who has her own personality and stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like I just think the Fire Cry games are better when you have a, a voice protagonist. It just adds yeah, it definitely was an interesting uh, kind of uh, narrative choice because in Far Cry 3, 4, and 6, your uh, the protagonist talks. Yes. And so it was definitely... And now, I don't think your character in Far Cry 2 talked, so it was kind of like, you know, kind of like going back to the Far Cry 2 roots. Um, but in... It, it it is kind of weird also when you're talking to characters, uh, they will say something to you, and then they're almost talk as if you as if you said nothing at all. Yeah. Um, and so it's 
it was definitely a weird narrative choice, but as if you can if you can look past that, it, it does have it does have <laughs> a really, it does have a really interesting story. Yeah. Uh, and also like it kind of makes me it makes me wonder if in real life, because this is technically it's it's a county, it's hope count it's hope counting in uh, hope county in Montana. In real life, would a radical group be able to take over a county and have it where nobody knew about it? Um, it, it would be not it would in today's be, day and age. No, not in today's day and age, unless there's unless there's somehow that they're able to block internet access uh, to and and outside. But even then, there would have people being on like, "Hey, you know, my brother Bill lives in Hope County. I can't get to him. What's going on?" Yeah. So. It, you kind of have to uh, kind of have to put aside your uh, um, what what's the term um, um, just kind of kind of uh, kind of put put aside your disbelief and just kind of take the game for what it is but um, so that that's pretty much all I have to say about uh, about Far Cry 5. And uh, Andrew, is there anything you've been playing other than Resident Evil Four? Yeah, so I've been playing uh, Dead Cells. Oh, so, have you been playing the Castlevania yeah. um, uh, DLC? Uh, no, because uh, I had never played Dead Cells before, and oh really? I was watching uh, some friends on Discord playing it, and I was like, "Yeah, this game looks really fun." So I realized that I had it on. I'm assuming it was on PS Plus one time because Josh had it in his library, and so I I downloaded it. So I've been playing it on PS Five, um, and man, it's just really fun. It's it just a, awesome. a really Dead fun, is fucking so good. yeah, rogue rogue like two uh, D game, and the, the combat's fun. I love all the different weapons you can get. Just how you have to like uh, study the enemy movements and stuff. Um, now I am playing on. Uh, because I'm not, I'm not playing this game to like bang my head against the wall and like try to like I need to get through this level without getting hit at all. Like, you know, I I don't play games for that. So I, I am playing on assisted mode and I'm taking, uh, I'm only taking fifty fifty percent damage from enemies. Um, so I I have made it easier on myself, but that doesn't disable trophies or anything. Um, and so yeah, I'm just having fun going through and playing it. Um. And then I started playing, however, I'm not that far into it, uh, uh, Disco Elysium, because what, it was oh, on... What fucking year are you stuck in? <laughs> Jesus, 2019? So, uh, it was on sale during the most recent Steam uh, spring sale, cool. and I had never played it before, and it has like a 97 on Metacritic, so it's got to be doing something right. Um, and so, basically, it's like... If you're playing D and D, like by yourself, but there's a DM like narrating everything you do, and so there's a narrator um, in the game that like you go into a room and, and the narrator will like lay everything out. You like go into a room and it'll, the narrator will go, um, you you walk into a, this room. Uh, uh, he obviously says it with more gusto and more like 
uh descriptions of what i'm going to say but basically like you come into a room there's you know maybe like a table on the other side of the room there's a person staying in the corner uh the person looks upset um and maybe you like see this other thing in the room and then whatever you can move and do whatever you want after that so it's like a point and click to where you can move around uh but you just select stuff to interact with and most of the stuff in the world is done by like actual like dice rolls to where you don't huh. actually roll the roll dice but like for example when you first start the game you're a, a uh, detective and you woke up in your hotel room after having a, a like a whole weekend just uh alcohol binge to where <laughs> you just you can't even remember like your name you can't even remember what you were doing there because you were like still so fucking drunk and you're naked and so you had to go like collect your clothes and you saw up on the, on the ceiling, uh, there's a fan and it was spinning. And you saw your tie on it. And so you can go up to the, to the fan and try and reach for your tie. And it said, you have like a 17% chance of success. So I, I tried it. Uh, and then there, there's like, you reach your arm up and feel a sharp pain in your chest and you, you stand there sweating, not knowing what's happening. And then, like, it says you don't get the tie. And then, so it says, okay, turn the fan off. So I turn the fan off, and it's like, okay, you have an 83% chance now to get the tie. I still didn't fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) The narrator is like, you reach your arm up again and feel that same sharp pain that you just felt earlier. And I'm like, oh, my God. So my guy didn't have a tie. Um, But a lot, yeah, so a lot of stuff that you do is just on this, like, um, just like D and D dice roll. Um, Sounds like and, your character needs to go see a fucking cardiologist. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, I can tell this is it's going to be a really fun game uh, to play. I don't know how often I'm going to play it, but I think it's a game that like it's not too complicated to where like you can put it down and then come back to it later, and you'll still like know what's going on. Um, so, and then. Other than Resident Evil, that's pretty much all I've been playing. So, okay, um, so yeah, we can uh, we can talk a little bit about Resident Evil. Um, so, uh, I, Andrew, I told you earlier how far I am. Are you much further than me? So I'm on chapter ten. Okay, so I think I'm only on chapter four. So you're definitely a lot further in the game than I am. Um, so what kind of what's your you know general consensus of the game so far? Uh, I love it. I, I think it's it's really well done. I really like the combat. Um, it's it's not scary. Uh, I I when I played through Resident Evil Two Remake, I did a lot of points. Maybe it's because a, a, in a lot of points of the games there was um you had a, a was it Mister X or whatever his name was. Uh, yeah. chasing you throughout the game um, but yeah in, in Resident Evil 4 I've never been like this is a scary game uh, but it still has that Resident Evil hallmarks also I think it's it's because like they're not zombies you're fighting maybe that's another part of it like they're not just yeah they're, they're just, just they're they're infected people with parasites yeah they're they're villagers that are like clearly still there but it's like they've been indoctrinated and they have these like parasites growing in them yeah um and uh yeah the 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 gameplay is 
really fun. It's um, it's not too hard. Uh, and so yeah, I don't. I mean, what else you do you have to say about it? Um, well, first of all, I remember the boss battle with the giant fish being a lot more difficult in the original. Um, in this one, it was like it was just super easy. You just throw some spears at it out of your boat, and then it's dead. Um, but other than that, I you know I I really like all the extra stuff they put in the game. Um, they added so much more, so many more buildings to to check out. Some of the buildings that were in the original one in 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 the remake, the buildings have been significantly significantly expanded wow. upon. Um, there's a lot more treasure around. Um, there's now whenever you come up uh, upon like either like a small village or if you come upon um, the the bender for the first time, he might have like a, a mission uh, nearby that you can do. And these these are like little missions on like they're almost like they're little blue sheets of paper, but to me, I, I, I like to think they're like little tiny blue post-it notes that someone put on the fridge. Um, but you go up to these and they're like, hey, you know, uh, here's a mission for you. And one is like, uh, there's a factory, go kill some rats. We think these rats are infected. Um, and then it's as simple as going and just shooting some rats or either, or either ducking and hitting them with your knife. Um and other ones might be like, you know, go destroy these blue medallions that for some reason people find these. Some people find these blue medallions so fucking annoying that they cannot live their lives yes. unless, unless these They're medallions so have been offended that these things exist in the world. Yep. They're they're the Karens of the world, and they go into the grocery store and like, did you see that blue medallion? I can't. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't do that. Um, yep. <laughs> and. So uh, I mentioned I mentioned a knife. So they've they've really changed uh, the uh, the way knives function in the game. First of all, in this universe, knives can uh, not only block but repel chainsaws. Um, don't ask me how that don't ask me how that works. I mean, this this knife that Leon is using must be made out of fucking uh, 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 what's the uh, what's that rock that comes from volcanoes? Uh, it's like super strong. Uh, obsidian um, it's, it's like it's like okay. this, it's like this knife is made from obsidian like nothing's gonna cut through it this is um, a this is an adamantium blade that he has so <laughs> this this knife can block a, a chainsaw blade but when you go and you stab flesh it degrades after a while and it, and it doesn't work anymore so you know mm-hmm. go go figure but um they they added like a like a um like a stealth mechanic Leon can now get down. Uh, he can he, he can duck down, and he can sneak up on enemies. And he comes up behind, and then he gets up and he stabs the uh, an enemy in like a neck or the head, and he takes them out. Um, and then now, if you shoot an enemy like a headshot, stagger them, and you go and you kick, and they're not dead yet. Then you can uh, you get a prompt. You can uh, reach down. And you can stab them in their head when they're on the ground. You can take. Yeah, them out. it it is um it is weird. Game like a fucking stealth game. Yeah. Um, now I will and... say I, um, be, before this game came out, I thought Leon was gonna have some kind of, not really dodge ability, but some kind of like, hey, I can duck down and do like a side, do like a sidestep. I thought I could have swore I saw that in in pre-release footage, but it's it's not like it's, uh, Leon doesn't really have like any dodge mechanic, which really sucks because. 
if an if, yeah. if an enemy is coming at me and they're pretty close to me like i can't i can either try to quickly do a uh, do a 180 and run away or shoot them or take the hit and it's kind of it's kind of annoying yeah actually um i almost always forget that you can even parry in the game because the only time i've actually done it is right is at the beginning of the game when it like taught you how to do it i always forget that I it's even a thing. I, uh, yeah. I I I parried. Uh, I I think I I accidentally did it. Uh, an enemy threw an axe at me, and then I pressed the knife button and I parried it right before it hit me. I'm like, man, that was actually badass. Nice. I I've shot one out of out of like when they throw an axe and you can shoot at it and it'll just make it drop to the ground. Um, and then for weapons, I've mainly been using uh, just a pistol that Leon has at the beginning of. I've upgraded the damage, and then I've been using the shotgun you get at the at the village towards the beginning of the game. And those mm-hmm. those are the two main weapons I've been using. Nice. Um, I've mainly been using the red nine and the second shotgun that you get. Um, I like the it's like the crossbow thing you can get. Um, I don't know. I guess I just don't really use it very often. So, even though I like yeah. it. So, um, I I don't I don't really have much. Well, one other thing I'll say is, uh, they, I don't I don't know what's going on with their economy, but they have a surplus of bear traps, and they oh my been, god, they, they have yes. been littered everywhere. Yes, and I run into every single fucking one of them. And after I do it, I'm like. How did I not fucking see that there? It's in plain sight, but I just keep running into them. And it's also funny how these villagers are so indoctrinated. They all they they just say it's funny playing uh um because uh Dan's playing through also and he's been doing a um a Duolingo I think it's called right where it teaches you different languages. So he's been learning Spanish for quite a while, so he understands what these uh um what the enemies are saying. And they're just all saying like just random things. And it's like they're indoctrinated. They're saying random things. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. But they can put fucking trip wires in buildings. To, like fucking, <laughs> you know, if you run into them, you explode. Like they had no problem setting those up. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's just so dumb. It's, I mean, that's just, it's just fucking Resident Evil. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything else to say. I know I've heard some of the Ashley stuff is better than the original, but also more frustrating at the same time. Um, so I'm sure I'll have more to say on that once I actually get to Ashley. Uh, I haven't found any of uh, her stuff. I would say frustrating. Uh, I will say, um, whenever she's following you, you can be walking and she's just walking behind you, but all you hear is, uh, uh, like she's constantly out of breath and it's like you're just walking like why and i think they do it to where like if you don't see her because you can um if you press on the right stick you can tell her to hang back a little bit so she's not like in the action with you and so i think they have her making all that noise so you know where she is well that or do you think it could be like uh they're implying that she's having like anxiety attacks and just like panicking uh, I don't think so because I mean I know I'd, I'd be having an anxiety attack if there's infected villagers trying to yeah pitch, I think I, trying, I probably trying to, trying to pitchfork my ass yeah 
Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't uh really have much else to although have you done any of the shooting galleries yet, Josh? I've done the first one that you come across. Okay. I don't remember those being in the in the the GameCube or the original. I don't either yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. I mean maybe they were and I just never did them. I don't think so. Like the Alex, basically whenever you see there's certain places where you find the, the vendor to where there'll be like an elevator you go down in and it it, it just brings you up into this, like this fucking shooting gallery. So you can just like uh there's like these challenges where it'll bring up like um cardboard cutouts of enemies and you have to shoot them and then there'll also be cardboard cutouts of like sailors that you don't want to shoot um and so you have to like try and get high scores and then you get these tokens which you can put into a like um almost like a gotcha machine to where uh you can either put silver or gold tokens in and they give you these balls which have charms in them and you can use the charms to uh customize your your briefcase that you store store all your shit in and the charms will give you like buffs one might be like you know, uh, 30% chance to get extra ammo when you craft handgun ammo. Or um, I have one that's uh, 20% off the uh, rocket launcher whenever you buy it. Um, so that's, that's basically all that does. Um, I, um, I, and they, uh, the effects do stack if you have two similar ones. So I have one that's 30% hand, uh, chance for extra handgun ammo. And another one is 20% chance for extra handgun ammo. So whenever I craft handgun ammo, it's a 50% chance that I'll oh, craft nice. more. Um, um, and then, and then my, my third charm is it's just, it's plus 10% healing whenever, whenever healing items are used. Yeah. Uh, you can, um, so there's, you can put three charms on your, on your briefcase. However, you cannot attach two of the same charm. Cause when I first uh, got the balls, what I was using tokens for, the first two I got, they came out in there both the same fucking charm. Well, that's shitty. That's shitty. Yeah. So I, when I realized that you can't put two of the same one, I had to sell one of them. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I'm hopefully hoping to beat it uh, maybe around this weekend sometime. So, um. Because if you really run through this game, you can be in like five hours. But it's a long. If you're just if you're just taking your time, like I'm on chapter ten, and I think I've put thirteen or fourteen hours into it. Um, and I would say I'm a little bit over halfway. I'm probably like fifty five, sixty percent done with the game. So there's a there's a challenge that to beat the game in like four hours. Yeah. Um, so I mean, but, it's. It, now, if you get if you do some if you get some really good weapons and you get limited ammo, like you 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 could run through the game really quickly. Yeah. Um, also, obviously, uh, you can play on assisted mode and just run through the game really fast, and that would still count. But to get a platinum in this game, you have to beat the game like five or six times. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is uh, why I will not be going for that. Yeah, neither will I. Um, all right. Anything else that uh, we've been playing? Nope. All right. Uh, why don't we get into some, some news? Okay. Yeah. Uh, some news here. And uh, why don't why don't we go ahead and get the sad story out of the way first? Um, and unfortunately, we recently lost a 
very talented actor, both live action and voice actor. Um, Lance Reddick, unfortunately, passed away. Um, yep. We don't. Age of sixty. Yeah, he was he was a young age of sixty. We don't know yet. I mean, it it's been reported natural causes. In, yeah, natural causes. Yeah, but yeah, I'm sorry, I don't. And and it's it's the family's prerogative if they want to keep whatever. Like obviously, it's, if if he had some kind of health issue, it's really none of our business. But yeah. at the same time, you don't die of natural causes at sixty. I mean, and if it's all, a heart attack, it's a natural cause. Like it's it's a nat- not it's a naturally caused heart attack, not like well, true drug induced or something like that. My my thing is like it, when uh and again, it is entirely their prerogative to say that. But when someone who's the age of 60 dies and you say it's from natural causes, it is going to encourage rampant speculation on, on what actually happened. Right. Especially, I've actually seen nothing on it, thank God. So. Especially because he had an event to go to and he backed out of the event. So he, he knew something was yeah, going he, on. Right, um, right. So. And the sad part about it, the night before he died, he was actually on Destiny and he was he was he played a, he played a he, he played a played a warlock, which is funny because he's a commander yeah. smaller. Um, um, but that's that's pretty. He was like really big in the community of Destiny. Too. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, you know, how it was for him to because obviously if you're playing Destiny, you interact with Zabala a lot. Just so hearing wonder, your voice constantly. Yeah, I, I wonder how that was for him. Um, God, I should have said that differently. But, but man, Lance Reddick was one of my. Honestly, was one of my favorite actors because he had been in so much shit that I that I liked. He he was in Lost back in the day, not a lot, but he was in a little bit in Lost. He was good in that. Um, he was in he was on uh, he was one of the main people on Fringe, and Fringe was oh, one yeah. of my favorite TV shows. He was so good in that. Um, he was in that uh, Resident Evil TV show that was on last year on Netflix. Yep. Um, and obviously, in, in gaming, he was in Horizon uh, and Destiny, which is like two huge franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm wondering what they're gonna do with Horizon. I mean, it, it honestly wouldn't be very hard just for Horizon Three just to say that his character something happened off screen, like and you know he he went out to try and find something and and died. I, I guess it it wouldn't be hard to 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 write him out of Horizon. Um, so uh, Guerrilla Games they did put out a statement saying that he would. Uh, there is uh, some story content in the new DLC with Silence. Um, so either it's uh, either it's just audio or you actually see Silence, but he will be uh, posthumously appearing in the. Horizon yeah, because his stuff with that would have been, yeah, oh, yeah, um, absolutely, yep, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I mean, mean, uh, it, it makes so, me wonder. You know, Destiny is uh, they're always putting out new content for it. It makes me wonder how much content they have already done, like voiceover for Zavala, and if we'll see any, like if there be any more in the future, or if they didn't have any, if he had yet to do any voiceover. So any I would think that stuff. any, I would think that any update to, <laughs> um, to Lightfall, I would think that. And he, because they're going to add more content in Lightfall, I would think that whatever they have for Zavala is already done with that. But any future expansions, they they, they wouldn't have anything probably. In it, so yeah, um, 
yeah and it you know it it sucks i went uh over the weekend we saw uh john wick four and oh yeah he's in that um movie. yeah he, he was yeah. obviously in that um and that is uh, unless he did another movie recently that hasn't come out yet, John Wick Four might be his last uh, movie that uh, he appears in. So, um, yeah, yeah, it it sucks, but yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna run to the restroom over here, Nick. Okay. Uh, we will do the impossible pivot, uh, <laughs> and move on to uh, April. Uh, April's PlayStation Plus games were announced today, and <coughs> Alex, I thought you were going to the bathroom. Okay. <coughs> um, and it's it's not a, a bad list. Um, so uh, we're getting a game called Meet Your Maker, which I don't know is that a game that's coming out now. It's a, that's just coming out and being added on because I've never heard of it. I'm I'm not I've never heard of it either. Uh, I'm not I'm not really sure if it's something that was uh, that's being launched on PS Plus or if it's been out for a little while. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then we're also getting a uh, Sackboy, a big adventure, and some game called Tales of Iron. Um, I'm excited about Sackboy, a big adventure because I I have always wanted. Um, to try that, I just didn't want to pay for it. Uh, so um, that's definitely one I'll be trying. Let me see. Yep. So Meet Your Maker is a game that is launching uh, on PS Plus. So it's a new IP from Dead by Daylight's creator will uh, launch on PS Plus. Mm. Um, let me see. So. It's a it says the post-apocalyptic first-person building game uh, will be released on PS Plus. Um, it sees players uh, will build and defend outposts against other users. Um, oh. So, yeah. probably not really a game for me, but uh, I'm sure people get out of bummed. Alex, are you gonna try out Sackboy? Big I absolutely am. I've been waiting for a sale yeah. on it. And here we are. Yep. Uh, it, it, it might even be a good game that uh, Theo might even like watch you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there you oh. go. Yeah. Um, all right, let's see. Moving on. Uh, so, obviously, I think it's pretty obvious now that I don't think E3 is going to happen. Mm, I don't think so and either. That was after the news that uh, so Ubisoft announced a few days ago that even though they said remember they said about uh, i don't know i'm sorry about a month ago that uh eve's gamalt was like Gimel? hey uh if if e3 happens we'll be there yes and now they put out a statement being like hey we know that we said that we're going to be there but we changed our minds and we are now just going to hold a ubisoft forward event that we have basically the same thing that they've done in the, in the past couple of years. And they basically, uh, totally three to fuck off. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yesterday, Sega and Tencent announced that they also will not be attending E3. Um, and, uh, Reed pop who is, 
putting on E3. They're the ones uh, doing it. Um, they have not been responding to IGN when IGN has been asking them about what other publishers are going to attend it. Because even though E3 is supposed to be in, oh, you know, about two and a half months away, uh, there are no publishers confirmed to be attending the event. And IGN put out an article today saying that they have uh, they have internal confirmation from multiple other publishers that are not going to the event, but they have that they're not going. So um, I don't think E3 is going to happen. Uh, in, in that same article, uh, IGN put out saying that in past E3s, uh, by this point in March, uh, people already would have had their shit like nailed down. This is what we're going to be doing. And oh, yeah. And they're saying that now, like, there's a bunch of publishers, publishers who are like, we don't even know if it's going to happen. We don't even know if we're going. Like, if, if we are going, we don't even have a game plan yet. It's like, it's this was clearly, if, if this ball was ever going to be in the air, this clearly had no basket to go in, and it just dropped. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of disappointing. It's not. I wouldn't say it's surprising um, because obviously ever since COVID happened, a a lot of these publishers uh, and developers have just been doing their own thing to where they just, it's like Nintendo just have their own Nintendo direct. They can control everything. Um, And also it's just, who knows how much money, uh, uh, Read Pop was charging to a, even appear at yeah. E3. So, what, why not even would, talking about how much how much is a booth at E3? How much is it, it, advertising it, space? Exactly. Like, like I'm sure there's different tiers to be getting into that thing, man. So I can't imagine yeah. what they would be charging for everything else too. Because from from what I've heard, uh, so IGN has a huge. Whenever they're at E3 in the past, they would have a huge booth. And from what I've heard on podcast, it would cost them a, around ten million dollars. Oh my gosh. And um, and it would probably be exponentially more. Uh, probably be exponentially more for, um, like bigger publishers like uh Sony or Microsoft or whatever. Um, and if you're a smaller developer or publisher, even say like a million dollars, like that's gonna be a shit ton of money. So it's it's like for for what? Because everyone's already in agreement that like. E3 doesn't really need to happen anymore. So why would you spend all that money for something that people are already like, well, why are you even doing this? Yeah. And, you know, it, it is really disappointing, though, because I hopefully Jeff Keighley does something for his uh, his summer gaming event. But I, I still, I'm still a firm believer that our gaming industry needs some kind of big event in the summer for everyone to come around and actually share what's, what's upcoming. Because... You know, I I just don't find these individual events like what Microsoft, what Ubisoft, what Sony is going to be doing. I don't find these individual events as compelling as if everyone is doing it all together. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that we're going to get something like what you're looking for because uh, Jeff Keighley has said that his uh, opening night live is going to be live with an audience. So... Uh, I, I think that we're going to get almost a, 
game awards style thing without the awards in, yeah. in, in summer. So I, I think that he's almost going to be doing a, Hey, this is going to be close as close to what the press conferences can be. Like we used to have without doing it really dumb. Like some of them used to be. Um, yeah. And so. I mean, the thing that sucks is that, you know, I'm, I'm always going to miss the days of E3 to where it's like Sunday night, we would get Microsoft. And then Monday we would get, um, we would get, uh, I think Monday it was normally Ubisoft first and then it would be Sony, uh, later in the afternoon. And well, it was always EA and Ubi and Ubisoft earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Sony would be in the afternoon and then Tuesday morning would always be Nintendo. And mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, you get three days of all this awesome gaming content and seeing all this awesome news. And now it's like, you know, yeah, Microsoft will have their event probably around the same time that E3 was supposed to happen. Uh, I think Ubisoft is also having their event around the same time. It might, it might be a week or two apart. Uh, They're doing theirs. Uh, so Ubisoft is doing theirs the same day Microsoft is. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, that's cool. um, and then who knows when Sony will do their summer event? Because, I mean, they're they they gotta have one i mean it's yeah. i guess they i guess they don't have to have one but it, it would be really weird if sony went a whole summer without so i've know. been i've been hearing from insiders saying may is when a sony might do theirs okay um so. alex are, are you are you are you gonna die in us what's going on I'm smoking too much weed, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Well, uh, can, can you can you smoke uh, like fifty percent less? Uh, yeah. So you, so you don't have a, a coughing fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, do, yeah. don't drag in as much uh, uh, next time. <laughs> get, uh, I got Alex this. over <laughs> Alex over here with Stu PD. Yep. <laughs> Am I entitled to money now? Uh, no, that would that would only be if you uh, if you had uh, issues uh, uh, like from asbestos. Mm -hmm. Have you been around asbestos? Maybe. Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, let me see. I don't even know if they've announced um, opening night live uh, Gamescom. Well, Gamescom would be actually in August. Um, so. Yeah. That might be because I don't think Jeff's going to do anything in June. Well, I think I think Jeff is doing a summer event called like um, like Play Days or something. Um, did so actually Jeff did actually just put out a tweet uh, yesterday today, kind of just like even further digging the hole for E3, um, which I don't blame him for doing it. Um, let's see what he said here. Um, uh, oh yeah. So, um, he said, uh, so this was like right after, uh, um, uh, Sega and Tensa announced that they weren't attending E3 again. Uh, so Jeff put out this tweet saying, Production is ramping up on our biggest summer games fest ever. The video game industry comes together this June, kicking off live from YouTube Theater on Thursday, June 8th. Um, so it's going to be an audience on, on mm -hmm. June 8th. There's going to be a lot of announcements. And he's basically giving a big middle finger to E3 and being like, this is what people are going to be tuning in for. Um, 
So, so yeah, uh, June eighth, which is on a, um, nope, that's the wrong month. That's on a Thursday. Um, so, yep, so that'll be Thursday, and then, uh, Microsoft will be doing their thing on the twelfth, uh, just four days after that. So, Microsoft and Ubisoft that day. So, I mean, it's almost like. That's a yeah. very E three like schedule. So we're still yeah. gonna get like kind of what you're looking for. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm sure, uh, who knows? Maybe Nintendo will have something that that week all like the after Microsoft later that week also. Who knows? Um, speaking of Nintendo, segue. Uh. Steam has at well I shouldn't say Steam. Um, the Dolphin emulator is coming to Steam, so which is Steam very cool. Adding it, but the whoever does Dolphin's adding it Steam. Um, so basically the only the only way to get this on the like the Steam Deck before was you had to like sideload it. Um, now it's being actually add just added onto Steam. Um, and so it just means that you will have to supply your own ROM. Yeah, and there's a there's nothing Nintendo can legally do about it because yeah. the developers of Dolphin they did not use any proprietary code from the GameCube or Wii for this emulator. Everything has been completely uh, you know developed, uh, yep. not using any code from Nintendo. So, yep, and and this this actually makes me super excited because I really think that this is going to be. Uh, one of the best ways to play like Wind Waker or Twilight Princess is now going to be on the on the deck, like yeah. just easily through Steam. Um, yeah, and so that is going to be pretty fun. Um, also, speaking of Nintendo, let's pour one out for the 3DS and Wii U eShops. Yeah, rest in uh, peace. Actually, uh, not yet. Uh, Nintendo actually extended. They announced it today. Oh, uh, did they, I didn't see that. So they extended it to April second, <laughs> that you can still. Okay. Uh, okay. That okay. You, so basically, they extended it to where you can still redeem download codes for games. So you they ended the the ability to buy anything, but if you somehow obtained a download code for a Wii U or 3DS game, you can still redeem it. Okay. Um, hmm. For another four days. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Okay. Um, so th- th- get your beer ready to pour out, but okay. it's, it's, uh, drink some yeah. of it on the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't pour a whole one out. They don't deserve it. Um, let's see. Uh, here was, was some crazy, like out of left field news that had me like doing a, like in a room by myself, doing like a, a triple take at my phone be like, what, what the fuck's going on? Uh, so Say yes if you knew that multiverses was still in an open beta. Mm, no hands here, sir. No hands here. It's so uh I'm trying to see who so player first games is uh who developed uh multiverses. Okay. They they announced that the game is being taken down uh in I believe it was May, right? Um I thought it was June they're taking it yeah, down. Yeah, June 25th. So they will be closing Multiverse's open beta on June 25th. Again, 
I don't I feel like nobody fucking knew this was still in an open beta because the game's been out for almost a year. Um I feel like it was like last August or something like that that it came out. Um and and since it's come out, the player bla- the player base is just completely tanked. Like I think we had a story about a month ago saying that on Steam uh the the player count has dropped more than 99%. That it's it's insane. And so they announced that it's uh closing on June 25th and then they are taking the games uh off of digital marketplaces and then they will be relaunching in early 2024. Sure. And so, even So what they mean is what they mean is they're going to package everything for 20 bucks. And that's what they're really going to do with the game. So, no, I think I think the game's still going to be free to play when, when it comes out, um, because when when this game was announced, it was always announced as a free to play game. So right, I mean, I but they can also they, like they can also change that and just make it charge. They, they give could. you everything for free and but kind of cut their losses and stop updating it. But with people that have already uh, like spent money on the game. And, and that's the other thing. There's a bunch of people being like, well, I spent a bunch of money in this game. Now you're telling me that if I'm still playing it, I won't be able to play it for six or more months. Like that's, and you won't give me a refund. Like, I think that's, that's pretty shitty. And so I, I don't know. I, and, and they said that um, when the game relaunches, that anything that you have bought will still be there. So Which is that, that's, that's why I don't think it's going free to play because they are like, no, you're still going to have all your purchases. And so the, the wording they used was, um, let's see, uh, our open beta has been an important learning opportunity for us and a stepping stone to the next phase of multiverses. Um, was the learning opportunity uh, why your game sucks and no one's playing it anymore? Uh, it certainly was, but uh, maybe not. Yeah. So they said, we know there's still a lot of work to do. As a result, we have a clearer view of what we need to focus on, specifically the content cadence of new characters, maps, and modes to give you more ways to enjoy the game, along with updated netcode and more matchmaking improvements. We'll also be reworking the progression system based on your feedback and looking at new ways for you to connect with your friends in the game. I, I just... Th- this game was already... Like, no one was playing it anymore. And now, ultra nobody playing it. So they're they're gonna take the game off, and they're gonna they're gonna relaunch it in early 24, 2024. They'll get some players back just out of sheer curiosity of like, huh, what did they change? But it's gonna go right back to no one's playing this anymore, right? Um, but that, I I don't know. I mean, this is insane to me. Um, I've I've never seen an open beta last almost a year like early access games last that long but early access is not an open beta hmm. I, I, I don't know i'd uh, say yeah it's it's a bucket it's so weird man it's yep. there's so many there's so many free play games have just come and gone the last few years that it's starting to just become like all right you guys are chasing trends that don't exist anymore let's i don't know let's figure something else out and I, uh, I can't imagine there's that many people still playing this on console. So at 
on Steam at a peak of uh, 153,433 people playing it at one time. Wow. And as of, when was this? Um, doesn't say a month, but this was recently. Uh, this is when it said the daily peak was down to uh, below 1,000, which marked a 99.3% drop in players. Um <laughs> So, and what's funny is, says part of the reason for the drop in players may be a tepid response to the game's season two content. How can you have seasons if it's an open beta? Um, well, and, and it says here, uh, season three was supposed to begin on March thirty first. They had they had given a date for season three, and then they're like, actually, no, season three is not happening. We're taking it off marketplace on June twenty fifth. That's just what that's that seems so wrong. Yeah. Yep, that, that, that's crazy. Um, but I mean, obviously, I get why they're doing it, they're trying to save this game. I just don't think they're gonna save it. Um, uh, yeah, I just got it like crazy. And like, um, let's see, another uh, moving on to an, another interesting story. Uh, this came out a couple days ago. Um, so, uh, a, a quick, uh, a non sequitur real quick. I've been seeing TV shows that used to be children's cartoons and they're, and they're making adult versions of these TV shows. What I do don't like it. So like Velma on HBO Oh Max. yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're making an adult Flintstone show. What? Okay, well that makes um, sense. That was almost an adult cartoon, anyways. Uh, and then this is weird. What is the other one? I think the um, there was one my my boss was uh telling me about today. Um, I don't remember, but anyway, uh, so they, I I guess tying into this, a darker, more mature. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game is in development. This is going to be a mature-rated TMNT game that is based on the last Ronin uh, graphic novel uh, where... I'm trying to see. um, Last uh, Ronin is... Raphael. Yeah, so three of the turtles are already dead, and Mm -hmm. you would play as uh, as Raphael, the one that wears the red bandana. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, you would play as Raphael. Um... I, I just think it's you know I, I I told I told my boss today I was like how how come we see a bunch of kids TV shows and they're like we have to make an adult version of them well how you, you, know never... the, the, you do know the Ninja Turtles is like always been sure super and dark right I I that's not necessarily true like yes there's been dark stuff with turtles no 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 like had... the original Ninja Turtles was a very dark comic book. Yeah, the uh, the original is very violent and very yeah, and and I understand yeah. that. What I mean is, uh, if you ask people now, uh, some people if you ask them nowadays, what are Ninja Turtles? They'll say it's a Nickelodeon cartoon show. Sure, and if you ask so, somebody who Wednesday Adams is, they'll say it's the Netflix person, not anything else. Like it's it's sure, just what's but, unpopular, but no, no, I, I get that. But, comic, it's also a comic um, run, which comic runs. Yeah. Are, completely but different than I was saying that, like how come we never see the other way around how come we don't see them go 
Hey, let's let's make Alien into a uh, into a kids cartoon show. <laughs> uh, is that so? No, I I get that. I'm just like it's it's. I think it's funny how you're just seeing a bunch of kids shows and they're like, let's make adult versions of these. And like, did we really need Velma saying a bunch of swear words and treating people like shit on a TV show? No, but did I did really like Harley that? Quinn. Harley um, Quinn was badass though. That was a yeah, Har- Harley Quinn was. I actually said that. Now I'm a, I'm also part of the problem because I was telling my boss that here's if someone said. Give me a kids TV show that you want to make into an adult show. I want an adult Looney Tunes show. Oh my where, god! Hold on, hold on. To where it follows Elmer Fudd and um, Yosemite Sam, and they're actually trying to kill Bugs Bunny. I want a bloody. Oh, Looney it's like Tunes Happy show. Tree Friends. Oh, well, so cool. no, but there's an actual story, and and I want to yeah, follow them as they're at, and they're actually they actually do kill a bunch of other animals because they're just trying to fucking get the Bugs Bunny. I want that is like the adult kids cartoon I want. Um, That's a good one, I like that. But and who knows? I want. Uh, like, I, want uh, I want HBO, an adult. Yeah, oh, I would say Looney Tunes shows are on HBO Max, so we could get that someday. You never know. I want uh I want an adult rugrats where Tommy is dealing with substance abuse. Yes. <laughs> yep. And he still wears I'm a like, diaper. Oh, yeah. God, okay. <laughs> um I'll take I'll take an Okay. Uh I'll take a uh oh no. Can we make an adult version of Johnny Quest where it's just fucking Uncharted? Where you just see Johnny Quest shooting 80 people a fucking episode? That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. I'd watch Haji just unload the dudes. Sure, that's fine. And at, at the end of each episode, a, psych- a, a psychologist is trying to break down his psyche of, of, mur- <laughs> of murdering like 80 different people. Yep. Oh, that's funny. Um, but anyway, this Ninja Turtle game does sound cool, though. Yeah, like, dude, have you, dude, that comic yeah. run is awesome. Last Ronin is fucking amazing. That's yeah. a great series. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hmm. all right. Before we talk about the Zelda stuff, uh, I think uh, there's just a couple Xbox uh, uh, news stories here. Obviously. Uh, we saw the other day that the CMA has, they haven't approved it yet, um, but they did put out a statement saying that they don't really have a problem with it anymore with the, um, uh, with the, with the, the merger with the Activision. So, what was that? Uh, what, uh, just, uh, my fucking Spotify certain points. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and, uh, so the CMA is saying they don't really have a problem with it, so they're going to have a vote on it soon, so it's it's widely expected to go through. Um, the CMA was one of the, the big three hurdles that, uh, that, that Microsoft had to go through. Um, Japan also um, just approved it. Uh, <laughs> Japan wasn't really one of the big ones they're waiting on, but it's good that they, that they approved it. Uh, Germany just... Uh, um, their government body actually just launched the, their own investigation into it because uh, Germany's like, we feel like there might be some shenanigans going on here, so we we gotta look into this. Um, okay. And uh, so, uh, 
a bunch of analysts now ha- are now giving it. I have now put it from a 50-50 shot to now they're saying that there's a 70% chance this goes through now. Um, so, Shit, okay, let's uh, go. After, after the, the CMA saying this. So um, the FTC and the UK um, are uh, – well, actually, I don't remember if CMA was UK or Europe. Um, yeah, whichever one isn't CMA, they're also waiting on that one. Uh, um, so there is that news Uh, and then the other big news with Microsoft uh, Microsoft is dropping the long running $1 Xbox Game Pass trial Um, Hmm. I don't know there's been a bunch of people saying that like well this is uh, they, they couldn't believe that they dropped this but they've been doing it for a few years and like there's people that just kept like I'm being, I've seen guys on Twitter like I have Game Pass through like 2026 by doing this deal, and it's like cool I guess, but <laughs> I I can I can get why Microsoft wants to stop doing this though. Yeah, uh, you, when you exploit a loophole enough. Yeah, because uh, when you're gonna have uh, start having all these expensive games coming out, do you really want people spending twelve dollars a year on Game Pass for like the next five years? <laughs> like no, I, I think you want them spending a bit more. Um, so I, I'm not necessarily surprised. The uh, they did say that they are uh, they're evaluating different marketing promotions. So I mean, they're still going to have promotions for this thing. I just, it's not going to be a dollar. Um, so and then uh, the other one, which I was surprised that there was a whole lot of a uh, oh fuck, I need some sleep. Um, yeah, I was surprised that there was a lot of scuttlebutt about this, which was Arcane confirming that uh, Redfall was originally in development for PS5. I, this shouldn't be surprising because when uh, with Redfall coming out um, in May, uh, God, I forgot about that game, game coming out too. Um, that's at least a five year, but it's probably more like a six year dev cycle. And which means it probably started development in like early 2017. Uh, Microsoft didn't buy them until well, it was like middle of 2018 that it find that the merger actually, actually, no, I think they announced they were buying them in 2018 and the merger actually went through in like 19 or something like that. And so of course it's obvious that number one, it wasn't. I can guarantee it wasn't being developed for PS5. It was. It was just being developed for a Sony console at the time. And but everyone's making a big deal that Phil came in and canceled it. And everyone was throwing around that quote that Phil had. Um, it was in a uh, interview that he had. It was after uh, Microsoft acquired Bethesda. Um, it's the quote, but the quote was along the line of, uh, we didn't buy Bethesda to take games off of, to take games away from players. And that's the quote that people have been throwing around saying like, Phil lied, Phil lied, Phil's a liar, Phil's a bitch, you know, blah, blah, blah. But they don't include the very next line that Phil said in that interview was, however, we understand that exclusives exist and there will be exclusives from Bethesda on Xbox. Like, it's like, there, no there you go. 
It's like <laughs> no one includes that line. They're just like, oh, well, Phil lied. It's like, no, he didn't. He said right after that that like we like Phil's Phil has always said, I don't like exclusives. But Phil isn't his Phil's last name isn't Microsoft. Like oh, his name's Microsoft. not Phil Microsoft. <laughs> Fuck. Like, Microsoft makes decisions on what's best for business, and 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 in this landscape, some games as exclusives are best for business. That doesn't mean that Phil is always going to agree with that. Like I'm sure if I'm sure Phil's like, hey, in a perfect world, any gamer could play this game. But we we don't live in a perfect world. Uh-uh. You know, in a perfect world, Xbox players could play God of War, but that's not the case. Um, so I I think people were really making a mountain out of a molehill with, with this. Um, so I mean, what, what, Josh, what do you think about this? I, I think it's a non-story. I don't think anyone should be surprised. Um, yeah. if, if you know it. And I think it is a lot different than Sony going out and paying third-party developers to not put their games on Xbox. You know, I mean, it's now it, it's well within Sony's right to do that, and it's well within the third-party developers' right to take that money and do that. But it it is, you know, if you're if you're gonna start crying foul that Microsoft bought Bethesda and suddenly some of Bethesda's games are exclusives, then that same person should also be crying foul that Sony is, yeah. paying, is paying Square Enix to yep. make Final, Final Fantasy 16 exclusive. Yep. No, I, I agree. Uh, and uh, uh, Alex, did, are you surprised? Yes or no? Uh, no. No. I, we all... But it was really... Anybody that wasn't a fanboy knew that this was going to happen. Of course, there was going yep. to be exclusives from the yep. Why wouldn't there be? Yep. Uh, cool. So we're going to move on to Zelda real quick because I just yep. saw we were approaching our two-hour time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So how much? How much time do we have left? Uh, we have about long. eight eight minutes to talk about Zelda. Uh, okay. So basically, Nintendo finally showed us uh, an extended gameplay demo of uh, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I cannot be. I went into it being like, "There's nothing they can." I don't think there's anything they're going to show me that's going to surprise me. And then I finished watching that, and I was utterly surprised about being surprised. They showed me, and like the the opening of that was like, "Man, this just looks like Breath of the Wild." And Nintendo was like, "Yeah, we know, but what about this?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, Like, I think the the fuse mechanic, I think, is so fucking cool. Don't really a shit. Oh my! There's going to be so much shit that you just experiment with, and and then and then try out. Um, obviously, the the I, I wonder how crazy you can get with the the building and like vehicles and stuff. And also, can you build like houses? Can you build like castles? Like no, like, I, I can't imagine that. I can imagine going to run. Yeah, I I can't imagine that either. But um, like when when he made that raft, he put three logs together. What if you had twenty logs? Could you put all them together? Like, I wonder. Ooh, what, okay. No, I, I wonder what the limit is. But also, like, if you have twenty logs, can you start putting them in the shape of a of a, of a house of a little shack? Would that work? You know, I, I, I don't know. So um, it's I'm Zelda just... Zelda Lincoln logs. Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, that's the stuff that people are gonna try and do. Um, 
uh, obviously we don't know much about the story yet. They've been keeping that very under wraps, but they did the very same thing with Breath of the Wild. When Breath of the Wild came out, we didn't really know anything about the story. It wasn't until we started playing the game. So I'm not really surprised that they're keeping that stuff under wraps. Um, the I liked uh, how you can like just go through the ceiling of like fucking you know uh, mountains and and buildings now. Um, it really makes it like ham in a cave. I want to get to the top of this this mountain. Now I don't have to waste the stamina and climbing. I can just like just fuse through the up to the ceiling. That's cool. Yeah, you go um, through the ceiling like you're fucking Chris Angel. Yep, but, but, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, I, I just think that the fusing stuff is what definitely excited me. I love how they made it to where all the random shit that you pick up, you can now use that for stuff. Like the fusing with arrows, fusing with weapons. I'm assuming that we obviously saw uh, uh, Onuma fuse a like a, a ice uh, chew a choo-choo jelly or whatever they call it um to an arrow and it made an ice arrow i bet that you can fuse that with a sword and make it like an ice sword or a fire sword as well i wouldn't see why not um because he said at the end he was like if you saw something here and you're thinking to yourself i wonder because you can do that i wonder if you can do this it's probably you can do it so i'm sitting here like oh i wonder if i can do this with that and it's probably you can probably do it so there's gonna be so much like just experimenting experimenting in this game and i do think that you know i know josh you said that you want more traditional dungeons i actually do think that and i've seen some people um so there was that uh alex so Mm -hmm. you put in a chat recently and someone had supposedly leaked a lot of info about zelda and you said you read it was there anything in there about dungeons like actual dungeons? yeah there was like a little bit on it about like there was some there were like traditional zelda dungeons with twist stuff so like yeah. i didn't see much much about um you know uh beasts or shrines or anything but the way yeah. the way they talked about the mechanic where you can go through the mountain makes me think a that you're going to go below ground and b that, that you're going to be able to go through dungeons and escape that yeah way. oh yeah so there's already it's already been confirmed that you can go underground in this because especially in the first trailer that's when Zelda and Link find if that's Ganon or whatever <laughs> is, um, underground so there's okay. gonna be a lot of under underground exploration in this game which is well, it's gonna be cool um, I, I think I think there is gonna be a, a couple I think there's gonna be more traditional dungeons yeah I, I think so too because I think that they knew that that was one of the few big criticisms of the first game mm-hmm. um and I think that the weapon degradation was another one that people didn't like, but I think that this is a good workaround. The fuse thing is a good workaround mm-hmm. without getting rid of degrada- degradation. So, um, one one of my biggest questions was at the beginning when Ig Ionuma said, "And uh, and if you look up, you see islands in the sky. We call these sky islands. Why not call Skylands? them skylands?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I know. Uh, and then. Just uh, real quick, I thought it was really funny how. So I don't know if you saw us on. You probably since you said you don't watch YouTube, Alex. Um, so Giant Bomb did a reaction to the Zelda thing. Then <laughs> Mike Minotti did a reaction 
to Giant Bomb reacting to the Zelda thing. Oh my god! And then, I like to watch that. And then another guy who 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 does stuff with Giant Bomb did a reaction to Mike, Mike Minotti reacting oh god, yes. to Giant oh, Bomb so reacting funny. to the Zelda. This is great. Thing. I have to watch it's these. Fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> These dumb idiots! I have to watch them now. See, when I say it, I don't watch YouTube. I watch like some giant bomb stuff. Yeah. Yep. God, that's so great. Um, yeah, it's it's like these guys get paid to do stupid shit all day. Um, but uh, uh, there's definitely. Uh, I think uh, when we record next, uh, we'll talk more about Zelda because I've I got a lot more to say about it. But yeah. but yeah, we're approaching our uh, our time limit here. So all right, boys, um, let's sign off here because we got about two minutes left. Yep. Uh, what, Josh, go ahead and get your get your last words in. Well, yeah, real quick. One thing I want to start doing uh, next time we record, the first time we record every month, I want to go through the month and uh, and talk about game gaming anniversaries and like what turn what's turning like 10, oh, yeah. 15, yeah, 20, okay. 20 okay. years old in, in, in the month. I like sure. that. That's actually a yeah. really good idea. Yep. Cool. Okay. Yep. Anything else, guys? Uh, that's uh, it for me. Yep. That's right, Josh, me. anything else? All right. Well, if that's it, boys, I will talk to you later. Yep. Later. Peace. Peace.